if she hadn't come in to train me in the public school setting, I would not be here talking to you right now <laughs> because I, I wouldn't have met my husband. I wouldn't, there's so many wouldn'ts that I wouldn't have in my life um, because of this person. And she made it possible for me to take a class of 20 to 30 kids and get them to listen and follow my instructions. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which is not easy. I mean, to all the teachers out there, a lot of people don't even understand how much of an accomplishment it is just to get kids to be quiet and listen, much less teach the subject area. And she did that for me. She trained me and changed my life. Thank you, thank you from my heart, from the Stay connected to gratitude. Hit the follow button right now and join thousands of listeners tuning in each week. We're the gratitude seekers. Come join us. Gratitude Seeker, welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today we have a violinist and string teacher. She is also a gratitude seeker, and uh, I'm really happy to have such amazing people as her listening to the Gratitude Podcast. And um, what I love about her and about the work that she's doing is that she is teaching people the appreciation of music and um, more specifically of violin and strings and um, when when i found out this i thought that this will be such an interesting topic to to uh, explore together because when we have so many things um, the media and uh, Instagram and many other um, outlets that are always telling us to want more and to buy the new shiny thing. Uh, having something that brings her so much joy and that she continues to explore and teaches others how to appreciate, I think this is something so uh, so wonderful and it teaches us as well to appreciate something and how much we can appreciate something and how much joy and creative expression we can get from something really simple. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast, Karen Diller. Thank you. So uh, I'm really happy that uh, I'm emotional too because I, I feel your emotions and uh, I actually uh, I'm a bit nervous as well, 
and and I love that to be honest because um, it uh, it helps me appreciate even more what what we're doing right now and the fact that it's something important for for both of us. So, firstly, let our audience know a little bit more about you, Karen. Okay, so. Um... I started out as a Suzuki violin teacher, which I still do, and that actually was the method that um, hooked me into teaching. And um, he was a man that created this wonderful, wonderful method uh, to teach humans a musical instrument from the time when they're three years old on. And then from there, I got into public school, middle school orchestra teaching, and I taught K through five, I've taught middle school, high school. Um, I've maintained a private studio for over 20 years now. <laughs> and um, then somewhere in there, I uh, landed a job as an adjunct professor at our local university teaching string methods so that I could teach young adults how to do what I do and go out into the world and pay it forward. So I'm currently, actually on leave from work, which doesn't mean that I don't play my violin, actually play it every day. Um, but I, I decided to take a year leave. Uh, it's been 20 years since I started public school and it was time to take a break. And if any teachers are listening, they know it was a really, really difficult uh, past two years, which for everybody it was, but teachers, especially, and it was uh, time to take a break and kind of find my life is the way I put it. <laughs> find myself, slow down, uh, find possibly new direction or the same direction in a new way. It just, I felt it in my gut that it, it needed to happen. So, and luckily I have an amazing husband who's by my side to walk with me on this journey. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's it's always um, a wonderful thing to have um, to have someone by your side, uh, yes. regardless of, of your decisions and and what you want to do uh, with your life and where you want to take it. And so, let us know a little bit about your journey. Like, how how did you get to become um, a violinist and uh, strings teacher? <laughs> that is a great question with a fun answer. Um, so in fourth grade, I grew up in New York and you get to pick which instrument you want to play. They start at an elementary school and I was deciding between the triangle and the violin. Um, I, my mom likes to tell the story. Uh, I don't remember wanting the triangle, but she remembers the form the day I came home and I chose the violin because I liked the way it looked when the bigger kids were carrying it. I thought it looked cool. <laughs> it was not very deep, but that was as a kid. That's what uh, drew me to it. And um, I had a grandfather who was a saxophonist and a clarinetist, and that's where uh, music first started for me. So the violin it was. And then as I went through high school, I decided I wanted to, I wanted to be a chamber musician and I wanted to play on Broadway and play for Disney. I had all these ideas and then i got through college and the desire to perform actually um diminished i still loved playing it but performed for a living and then i went off to graduate school and 
my professor in graduate school recommended I take this course. And the first book I had to read was called Nurtured by Love. And that was written by Shinichi Suzuki. And that was it. I read that book in under 24 hours and knew that that's how I wanted to live my life. That it's a philosophy. And the book is a wonderful, I call it a blueprint for life. And he used the violin as sort of a vessel. Um, he was no, he was actually nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for it and um, his method. And um, I, I followed that path and that path actually led me, that alone led me to where I am now. I mean, I, not only did I encounter amazing mentors, but when I entered public school, I actually did not know what I was doing at all. Um, and I was ready to quit. I wanted to just private teach. I was like, I can't do this. There's too many kids in one room. They're not listening. <laughs> and then um, before I quit, I, our supervisor hired two educational consultants to train us. And again, it seemed that God just dropped people in my life that changed it forever. And when they came in and trained me, um, I absorbed it like, you know, ice cream <laughs> and um, it just, I couldn't get enough of it. And from the first year I started teaching my orchestras won awards, you know, the highest marks at assessments and there was beautiful music happening in the classroom. I didn't, I didn't want to stay there if the sound wasn't going to be good. And they taught me how to accomplish that in the classroom. So it was very fulfilling. And um, that's how I, you know, I really think it was a combination of God and, and placing the right people and me being willing to grow from it. And that's how I ended up teaching, which I actually never wanted to do. Isn't that funny? I never, ever, I told myself going into college, I am not going to teach. <laughs> and it turns out that that's what I, I, I wound up doing because it was sharing this thing with people that they could have for life a, a universal language and something that could bring them joy even in isolation spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping cooking and cleaning up after each meal stress-free eating is just one click away this spring factors delicious meals range from calorie smart keto protein plus to vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle also discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast on-the-go lunch snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long Head to factormeals.com slash gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. I actually remember... Uh, my my mother said that uh, when I was little and 
actually before I was born, uh, to be more exact, um, my grandpa, grandpa um, played uh, the violin at home and uh, he, he also sang and uh, he kept, she kept saying that uh, the atmosphere at home, especially on Sundays when they would all meet uh, together or around the, the table was amazing because of music and for me um, that's just uh, relating to that uh, to that story made me somehow melancholic uh, thinking about that uh, that experience and I've uh, I've heard my my parents sing as well but uh, it wasn't the same way without my my grandpa and um, his violin. Uh, we still have the violin, unfortunately. Uh, my brother and I, uh, and neither my father, we didn't learn it. I learned to play it, but it was so um, so the memory, the the feeling that I got from from my mom when she was telling the story um was amazing and and thinking about the the power that that music has and uh, that a musical instrument has it's it's so wonderful even in in a, in a small family like ours the fact that my my grandpa was playing the violin changed the atmosphere and uh, was like food for the soul somehow and um yeah i think what you say you're doing with uh, uh teaching people to play the violin the fact that uh, you believe that this makes the world a, a better place for music i i totally believe that and um yeah it's it's something fascinating how something so simple when enjoyed and uh, explored properly can uh, have such a, a big impact in, in one's life. Yes, definitely. So um, let's know a little bit more about what's going on inside of you when, when you're playing the violin. Like, um, how did you see this change throughout um, your career? Well, when I'm playing the violin, it's a you know it's a good question and actually not something I sit down and think about often. But when I think about it now, it's a combination of joy, that warm feeling that you just explained having listened to it is definitely what a musician feels inside as well is is a a happiness and a joy and a presence i think that when you're playing any musical instrument it you have to be present in the moment which is a gift and not easy to do and especially in today's day and age um it forces you to sort of be still and let feeling as a sound 
run through you. And when you're a musician, you are creating that. So you're giving out, you're letting it run out of you and run into you, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it's different things at different times. I'm sure many people, if they had to think right now about a song that helped them through a period of their life, they could probably think of a joyful period and a sad period because if they sat back and thought, what did I listen to during that time? I bet they could really see that memory in vivid color. And um, it really creates, I think it creates, mu music creates a lot of who you are, whether you play an instrument or not, because what would the world be without music? I mean, I, I think everybody listens to it. <laughs> maybe there's some people, maybe there's a small percentage that don't, but uh, most people have certain styles they like, or, you know, they play it when they're at a social gathering or um, it's, I think life would be very still and boring without it. So with that said, with, with myself, I find that at this particular point in my life, it has uh, brought me out of a lot of sadness. And um, it's brought me a lot of joy as well. And uh, of course, when I play with, when I played with orchestras when I was younger, that was just magical. You know, that's a, a very moving experience to be on a stage with people and sharing that uh, community, but not speaking, you know, creating a sound together, uh, creating a sound together with whether it be my, um, my husband's a musician. So we play together and we also play with a quartet where we're freelance musicians. So we do weddings and things like that. And for us, it's always joyful to play with other people. That's mm -hmm. part of that magic. Um, and then when you're playing alone, it's for personal progress. You know, when you're working on something hard, it challenges you and you work to get it easy. <laughs> um, and then there are those pieces that you can play really well and you revisit to get you through, say, sadness or if you're feeling joyful. So if we focus on the sadness part, which is what um, phase of life I feel like I'm in and coming out of, <laughs> um, it's incredibly healing because uh, you could just sit with the sadness and feeling that you have and work through it with music that makes you happy. So it's sort of um, a therapist in a way. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is wonderful. And what you just mentioned, the fact that um, it helps us express uh, those feelings of sadness or um, different feelings that, that, we're, that we're experiencing um, it's it's very important for us to find a way to express them, and yeah. art in general gives us uh, a wide array of uh, ways of doing that. And um, for you, it's it's music, it's it's the violin. Uh, for other listeners of ours, can be different things that they resonate best with. Um, but definitely, uh, this I, I think it's it's very important for us to to find a way of of doing this 
because through living those emotions we can actually get to to gratitude to really experiencing gratitude with a, a whole heart like really feeling it when we let ourselves feel the sadness too and um i'm guessing you're one of the people that are able to to feel gratitude at a really deep level isn't it yes <laughs> yeah I, I think it's um it's something wonderful to to explore not just the instrument but i i'm guessing um also the the feelings that we have through the the instrument am i getting that right yeah that it's it's a good way of explaining it for sure <laughs> yeah it's uh i'm i'm relating relating to this because um i'm thinking about dancing which i'm uh better at than uh playing the violin <laughs> and after learning the 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 first few steps and understanding how how it works and uh when your body knows a few moves and um it already has some some pads or the, the muscles already know some of the things that they need to do um you can express yourself easier and more freely and uh and it's that's a great way of um expressing what you what you feel in that moment whether that's sadness or joy or happiness or uh whatever that may be and yeah i think it's uh something amazing that we've been gifted with to be able to explore actually our feelings through art through um different kinds of instruments i, I think this is uh this is actually the source of what i was thinking about when uh when i was thinking about us having this conversation it's an instrument but it's actually a means for us to to express ourselves to express our feelings isn't it absolutely i i call it the vessel <laughs> mm, yeah. the vessel and um you know it's listening to you talk about your dance um and art in general i think something important to also remember is that every every human being i believe wants to be successful as well and when you have someone in your life that can guide you through an art and teach you how to be successful those dance steps that you use to express yourself are executed successfully which makes you feel better mm -hmm. and freer to express what you want to express whether it be an artist taking a paintbrush to a canvas or a dancer or a violinist or a you know pianist it's if you if you can't play the instrument or dance correctly or put that work of art up there how how you want it to look it's not as um 
gratifying, <laughs> satisfying. Mm -hmm. exactly. And, um, and what, when it is, it's, and I, this is why the arts are so much more important than any other subject area is because it not only allows you for that creative expression, but when you have someone in your life to teach you how to do it at a high level, um, you feel successful. And that is an incredibly positive combination of um, individual expression plus success and feeling like you can actually portray what you feel correctly and you know at a high level it, it makes you want to just keep doing it and keep getting better and that's another thing about the arts it's infinite there's not a place where you say you know like math i solve the math problem that's correct let's move on to the next thing you know when you play a piece of music it's okay that that was beautiful and i played all the notes correctly but how can i make it even better mm. Exactly, exactly. This is this is what I uh, what I love about this relating to uh, our initial conversation. We in, in art, we get to to explore endlessly, basically, we can um, find new ways of appreciating what we already have as a talent or um, as some something that we uh, put many hours into uh, learning and uh, we can find new joy in that and I believe this is a great metaphor for life in general like the fact that um, we have some things in our life that are great that we can appreciate even more and we have some people in our in our life that we can appreciate even more sure they might not be perfect um, it might not be easy every day but the fact that we have them in our life and we can choose to appreciate them even more just makes us more open to um, a new world of possibility and a new world of um, beauty that we weren't able to see before and that's why i love this uh, this metaphor because i think it's very similar to life in general uh, in general and to our relationships with one another and uh, the fact that we can choose to appreciate the people in our life even more uh, in in the same way that we appreciate uh, a violin or dancing or playing the piano i think that's uh that's a really interesting way of uh of looking at things don't you think yes it's definitely a parallel <laughs> <laughs> and uh since since i've mentioned um people and uh you also mentioned some of the people that led you to where you are today um can you share with us some of the people that you're grateful for that made an impact on on your journey spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping cooking and cleaning up after each meal stress-free eating is just one click away this spring 
Factor's delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus to vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Absolutely. So, um... I had some amazing, amazing mentors throughout my life. And um, as far as teaching specific, I have uh, my Suzuki mentor, her name was Libby and I trained with her and she changed everything for me in the way that I approach teaching. And in turn that helped my students over these 20 plus years be extremely successful and students who still actually <laughs> keep in touch with me and some still take lessons with me that I started when they were three and they've had wow. success. Um, I even have one that uh, got to work with us at Perlman at one point when she was about seven or eight. But um, to me, that's wow. uh, that experience to be able to give that to somebody else. Um, I have to attribute that to the mentors that taught me how to do what I do. And um, of course, Suzuki taught those mentors. So it's, you know, being passed down, passed down. And then for um, public school, I had a, a woman that came into my life as an educational consultant that became uh, very good friends with me. Her name was Denisa. And um, she, if she hadn't come in to train me in the public school setting, I would not be here talking to you right now. <laughs> because I, I wouldn't have met my husband. I wouldn't, there's so many wouldn'ts that I wouldn't have in my life um, because of this person. And she made it possible for me to take a class of 20 to 30 kids and get them to listen and follow my instructions. <laughs> and uh, which is not easy. I mean, to all the teachers out there, we, a lot of people don't even understand how much of an accomplishment it is just to get kids to be quiet and listen, much less teach, teach the subject area. And she did that for me, you know, it's, um, she trained me and changed my life and actually changed a lot of other areas of my life as well. Um, so those are the two teaching mentors. And of course, uh, as far as the people who supported me with my music was my, my family and my parents who, you know, got me my violin and, and supported my, my passion for it. And my mother who plays piano and used to teach piano and my dad who sings and my sister, who's a visual artist, you know, art's always been in my family. So when I decided to play the violin, it was, I know probably tough for them to listen to in the beginning years, <laughs> but, um, but I had full support. My, my grandpa used to say, 
out of all the instruments, she had to pick the violin, the hardest one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, it was a, a combination of, uh, of, of course, family support. And then, like I said, I just, as I get older, I realize how hard it is to find good mentors. They're out there, but it's like a finding a diamond, you know, and uh, the, these two women that I mentioned in my life really have had such a large impact. It, it's, it's even hard to put into words. That's amazing. I, I love the fact that um, beyond words, <laughs> um, the fact that, so you appreciated what they did for you so much that you uh, started helping other um, future teachers become teachers. And I think that's a really wonderful way of putting gratitude into practice, actually uh, appreciating something so much that you want to give it uh, forward to um, pay it forward. I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's something amazing that, that you did and even more so since you said that you didn't actually want it to become a teacher and right. uh, <laughs> getting to the, uh, to the level you are at today and um, teaching other future teachers to, to do the same and uh, live a, a legacy of happy, talented musicians for the world. I, I love this, this mission that you have and um, I, I think you're, you're already doing uh, an amazing job with this and I'm sure that for, for many years to come, you will definitely live a, a wonderful legacy for the world and music is, uh, is very important for all of us in happy times and also in uh, times that are a bit more challenging, like the, the times that we're living in right now. So yeah, thank you for the work that you're doing and for um, getting us to enjoy more of this beautiful instrument uh, and get more people to actually learn it. I know how hard it is because my, my brother also tried to learn it when, when he was a child and he, uh, there's a funny story that my parents um, kept <laughs> telling me uh, that my, my grandpa wanted him to learn and uh, he, was, he was a child, he, he wanted to go outside and play and he was trying to, to learn and he was crying because he didn't get the, the right chords and everything. And uh, yeah, it, it's not something easy. And um, that's one of the reasons actually why, why it's so beautiful because it's something that requires practice. And when you're able to reach success in, in this area, as you, uh, as you call it, it's uh, it's something amazing to hear. So, yeah, thank you for your work. 
Well, you're welcome. I hope I, I hope it leaves a legacy and, and makes makes a difference in some way, shape, or form. Well, it definitely does. And um, I think another important thing here is uh, the fact that you are looking at what you're doing uh, through this point of view, the fact that you are living a legacy of a certain kind. And I'm sure it's not as easy as it sounds um, to do so. But the fact that you have this, this vision for, for what you're doing makes it much easier to appreciate the journey. And I think this is a, an important idea to, um, to think about for all of us and for all of the, the people listening to think about the work that you're doing through this perspective, through having a mission and living a legacy of some sort, um, even though it might not be something really big, it can be uh, something small that makes a difference for for some people in in this world. And um, yeah, let let us know how you how you reach this. Maybe it can be helpful for our listeners as well. How did you um, get to to have this vision? Well, um, you know, I think all humans want to have purpose mm -hmm. in, in some way, shape or form. And um, I think an important piece of the puzzle <laughs> is we talked about um, being successful at it and passing it on and the mentors. But a, a, for me, a critical piece of this was struggle. And I think for me and possibly for a lot of people, when you struggle with something and then someone comes into your life and makes it easier <laughs> or helps you be really good at it. Let's talk about that, that piece of it. So, you know, I had this passion for paying it forward, but the reason why, if I, if I backtrack even more, um, the reason why I wanted to pass on what I learned is because if with Suzuki method, for instance, I actually struggled as a musician uh, when I entered college because I lacked uh, I lacked a lot of the skills I needed to be how good I wanted to be, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and for whatever reason, I love the instrument so much I never gave it up. I mean, there were a lot of tears, you know, there was a lot of um, hard times and sort of meetings with myself about, well, this is where I really am with this instrument and with this talent and this is what i need to do to get where i am but when you don't have proper guidance at that point in your life as to how to get there it's like the how sometimes is missing and that's when someone who is a mentor that is amazing steps in can change your life and they they teach you how so how i got to that place of wanting to pass it forward and then you know realizing wow when i do this and whether or not this person who i'm teaching decides to do it for a profession or not which is it's never the goal to do it for a profession it's always the goal to do it for personal satisfaction or happiness and you know just a individual um 
talent that they can have. It's that piece of it where I struggled. I wasn't as good as I wanted to be at something. And then when I started to learn how to teach a certain method from this mentor, I saw three-year-olds getting things that I didn't get as a teenager that I wanted to give to all the students that I taught so that they didn't have to struggle how I did. So it, it's this, this idea of being excited about knowing how to do something and teach it in a system of, of some sort to pass on, to make it easier for someone else to be more talented. I don't know, there's, there's a lot of um, satisfaction that comes with that. And, and that's the type of person I am, whether it be that or anything else I'm doing. Um, if I find a way to do it that creates tremendous success with it, but gives you a, a system to do it that doesn't make you want to quit <laughs> or doesn't make it hard. I'm all about efficient systems. <laughs> so if I could pass that on and give someone a way to learn it and understand it so that it's not hard, it, it's something that they could, it's attainable and they could keep growing and getting better through it and use that specific system over and over again and continue to have success, I think that that's a, a gift and something that I struggled with when I was younger. And um, I don't wanna see other people struggle. So my goal is just to make my students better than me. <laughs> wow, I love it. I love it and I resonate with so many parts of that in, in the work that I'm doing with the podcast. and. Um, Thank you so much for, for explaining that to us and for, for going into the details with it because the, this inner process is so important. We're going through similar things and we can learn so much from, from each other. And um, yeah, thanks, thanks a lot for that. You're welcome. So uh, we're nearing the end of our time together. And uh, I wanted to ask you, where can um, our listeners get in touch with you if they want to learn or maybe get to teach sometime in the future? Well, I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's a small uh, channel, but uh, they can find me at Karen Dillard on YouTube. And uh, I use YouTube mainly to uh, maintain a library of my work. And uh, my email is in the description so they could always email me. And um, yeah, I, you know, I never thought of uh, expanding that way, but you know, Zoom is a big thing now and Zoom lessons are a thing, I guess. <laughs> and, um, but really, you know, for me, like I, I started the podcast uh, with you and saying, I'm not YouTube famous or Instagram famous. Um, I'm not on Facebook. I, uh, I, I like to keep things simple and, and stick to YouTube <laughs> just because it's, you could see the visual and you could hear the music. So Karen Dillard on YouTube to see my work and the email is there. If you'd like to contact me. Wonderful. Thank you so much for everything that you shared with us, for being here with us, for being so present and so open uh, about your life and about the, the things that you've learned. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. 
Hey Gratitude Seeker, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now.